Entrepreneur on Fire 939. Relax, let go, and trust your inner wisdom. Inspiration defines EO Fire. Launching your podcast in 15 days defines freepodcastcourse.com. Ignite. Ready to start your business? Go to LegalZoom.com today. Since they're not a law firm, you can get advice from LegalZoom's network of independent attorneys in most states. Enter FIRE in the referral box at checkout for your special discount. LegalZoom.com, code FIRE. Wish your website was just complete already? HostGator offers site hosting and design and marketing services all in one place. Visit HostGator.com slash FIRE in the number 30 for a 30% discount today. What's shaking, Fire Nation? John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, David Allen. David, are you prepared to ignite? Dude, let's go. Yes. After decades of in-the-field research and practice of his productivity methods, David wrote the international bestseller, Getting Things Done. Published in over 28 languages, Time Magazine heralded it as the defining self-help business book of its time. David, say what's up to Fire Nation and share what's going on in your world right now. It took me 30 years to figure out what I'd figured out and that it works and that it's bulletproof and that we're not born doing it. So you actually have to put some cognitive effort and some a, a little bit of focus on actually making it work, but it's pretty easy to do and it lets you surf on top of your game instead of be, feel buried by it. And that's what we're doing is now spreading that worldwide, scaling it up. And what are some things you're doing currently right now to really scale that up and to continue to spread this love? First of all, I rewrote the initial classic Getting Things Done that I published in 2001. Uh, we've just launched the new revision of that uh, for 2015. And, you know, that was a sort of bring it up current, make it even more evergreen, bring it, you know, into current language and profile for people. So that's one thing. Second thing is we've now built a franchise program around the world where we're uh, creating exclusive franchisees to, to, to distribute our training program uh, built around the getting things done model into, you know, local languages and regions, et cetera. So those are two huge projects that, that we're involved in right now. And uh, we're also, you know, in the works of building an online, uh, you know, uh, in your own time training program mm -hmm. around this methodology. So what was the original year that Getting Things Done was published? 2001. Okay, so 2001, you've done an updated version now for 2015. What would you say is just one thing that this updated version have that you're pretty excited about that wasn't in 2001? This is for everybody, not just for the fast track professional. So David, what we love doing at Entrepreneur on Fire is getting inside the mind of our guests. So I'm going to just fire off five questions. These are five insights into your mind, David Allen, and take about a minute-ish to answer these questions. There's no super rush. The first one being ideally... What do the first 80 minutes of your day look like? I check my hard landscape. What are the external commitments I have that if I don't, if I don't you know, meet them, I'm, I'm screwed. So I look <laughs> at my calendar and, and the have-tos for the day. Uh, that's the first thing I do. And then the second thing I do is, and usually I do that the night before. 
And so in the morning, I have that, that gives me the luxury in the morning to split, sleep as long as I can and luxuriate over a great cup of French press coffee, mm. you know, locally, locally roasted and brewed. And, um, you know, check New York Times and just, you know, sort of scan my world and the weather and so forth and sort of see how I'm going to sort of engage with my day. And, you know, because basically most of my life and almost all of my life is externalized into an external brain, that's what we teach is getting all this stuff out of your head. And I've looked at that regularly. I have a sense of what's hot, what's not, and what's pushing on me and what I want to do. But I need to see if my dog needs to go out to pee. <laughs> I need to see whether it's raining. I need to see, you know, there's a lot of things to calibrate. But it's pretty much a relaxed way to start to, to you know, I plan in a sense as little as I can, can get by with and then um, sort of navigate down the, that down that road with all of this stuff in front of me and just making constant intuitive decisions about what's next, what's next, what's next. I love that you kind of stepped back and said that you actually – kind of survey the landscape the night before instead of that morning because I really love to focus on using as little mental bandwidth on making pretty big decisions first thing when I get up and that's a huge way to do that Fire Nation is by doing that the night before and having that prepped and quick question when David Allen takes his dog out to pee what are you doing are you listening to music are you listening to a podcast an audiobook, or just nature nothing nothing <laughs> just enjoying Amsterdam and what a charming city it is and the and the weather and the clouds and the and the mist or the sun or the or the people and the and the bikes and the you know it's it's really just a hang it's hang time it's great yeah i love it and that locally brewed french press must be amazing coming from the amsterdam area and david what's your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur i give too much away expound upon that well, you're probably going to ask me what what were my biggest, you know, sort of hitches in the get along in terms of my entrepreneurial world, and and you know that was probably just saying, wow, you know, uh, making decisions a little sooner than I needed to, in terms of um, financial and contractual decisions, because you know I I just wanted to get the pressure off me, you know, to make that happen, and you know not spending enough time deliberating on that and doing due diligence to say, was that really the right decision? You will hear a lot of entrepreneurs speak to the fact that it's impossible to give too much away for free. And you definitely shared the opposite. So can you kind of maybe make one point about how you felt you feel like that is an opportunity, there's a possibility to give too much away for free? Well, I agree. Yeah, you know, I someone told me years ago, and I think it's always true that that, that you know, free samples are the, are the cheapest you know, promotion you can do. <laughs> no, it is. So, you know, just hang out with me. Let me give you some of what I do so you can experience it. Because especially in the, in the experience economy, um, you, you really need to taste the stuff before you are willing to pay the money the, that you should pay to, to buy it. Because it's going to look and sound cognitively and in, in, in print or whatever. It's not going to be what the real experience of it really is for the folks who really have this nailed, who have really good stuff. So trying to figure out how do I give it away in, in the sense of let me, let me have you taste this or, and let, let me engage with that. Uh, I think uh, let's frame this, in giving it away in terms of your product or service, indeed. You can't give too much away. 
you know, just let people know what you're doing and just keep being the best, the best, the best. Even if people steal it, just raise your price and be the best, be the source. You know, so there, that was some, one thing I really have learned over these years. I think the biggest mistakes were internally giving too much away, meaning, you know, hiring somebody because they forced me to do that because I thought I needed them and they were way too much money than I should have paid. And the, the more internal administrative kind of decisions and, you know, um, organizational decisions in terms of, of giving too much away. I think that was, the, you know, for, you know, I, I, when I wrote my first book, I made an agreement with someone to split my royalties because, you know, I was, I was strapped at the time and, and was, and had no bandwidth to be able to really write the book. And I needed to be able to get some cash to be able to get a little, little bit of space to be able to do, to even start to frame how to sell the book and write a proposal about it. So I made a deal back then that, you know, <laughs> you know I, I've, I've, I, I, I'd be embarrassed to tell you how much money, you know, I left on the table right. because of that. Well, jumping on kind of both sides of the fence here and playing devil's advocate, I mean, I really am also of the belief that there are certain products and services that you do need to put an investment on because your audience, Fire Nation, is going to value what you are providing a lot of times with the value that you're putting on that. And let's be honest, the value of free puts the investment into free. And a lot of times that's just not consumed material. So if you make people put a little skin in the games in specific areas too, that's really critical. Let me, let me give you an extra spin on that. Love it. You know, I have two prices, you know, retail and free. A discounted price says, hmm, maybe it's not worth that. Free says it's worth that, but, but uh, you're making it worth my while to give you something that's worth that much money. I like that spin. Thanks. Right? And no, it's a great spin because, you know, that way I go, look, uh, I don't have to discount the value of what I'm doing. But if I give it to you for free, just understand I'm giving you that value right now. I don't have to undermine my own self-esteem, my own perception of what the value of this is. So I think that's a, you know, and, you know, I give and take on that, you know, whatever. But as an ideal, I think that's a, that's a great, um, you know, perspective and, and framework. So conversely, what's your biggest strength? I tell the truth. This stuff works. I'm consistent. There's no discrepancy, you know, in terms of what I do and what I say and who I say it to. You know, it's one of those things like I never have to remember what I say. If you're, if, you know, if you're truly honest, <laughs> you never have to remember anything. <laughs> right? Yeah, I love that quote. I believe Mark Twain kicked out something like that. He did. He did. Yeah. That's cool. Right. So, David, you have a lot of good habits. I mean, we talked about some of them you have in the morning and the night before. But what's a habit that you wish you had? Uh, writing and creating consistently every day. I haven't built that in yet. And I know a lot of people who have, and it really, really works. And I haven't been able to do that yet. Have you heard of the entrepreneur by the name of James Altucher? No. So he's a great entrepreneur based out of New York City, and he actually recently published the book uh, Choose Yourself, which I do believe made it to New York Times bestseller. But then his wife pretty quickly after that followed up with the book the idea machine. And they're both huge proponents of just every single day sitting down and writing 10 ideas, just 10 ideas. And they 
are very honest that most of those ideas are probably going to be crap. You're going to forget about it within a day or two. But it's just getting that brain, that idea muscle in your brain actually working and moving. So for you, Fire Nation, who you're like, I can't come up with any ideas. Well, are you trying? Like, are you sitting down and actually working that muscle? You know, it's like saying, I'm not getting any stronger, but you're not lifting any weights. So use that idea muscle. And David, you have a lot of things that are pretty awesome right now. I mean, the updated, revised 2015, getting things done. But what's the one thing that has you fired up right now above everything else? How to scale the methodology that I crafted and recognized, crafted, and have created a a deliverable format in to as many people in the world that want it before I die. Yeah, what's exciting, David, is how you've built this massive audience, this following, this tribe that's knows your content's amazing because they've tried it, they've used it, they've gotten the results. And now you take a step back and you say, how can I scale? How can I leverage? How can I create one thing that's going to have a massive impact on this audience that I've already created that knows, likes, and trusts me, like I did with the book, Getting Things Done. So really excited to see how you're going to go forward with that. It's going to be a great lesson to us all. And we're going to kind of move into now, David, the section where we take a look back in your entrepreneurial journey because you've had some great moments. But I want you to take a second and really share with us, Fire Nation, your worst entrepreneurial moments. Really take us to that moment and tell us that story. I've hinted at it already. Okay. Which, which was basically not acknowledging that who I was, what I contributed was unique uh, in and of itself. And that I needed to validate that in the, in the business model and format. So, um, you know, if I, if I go to some specific instance, when my wife and I decided that we would just take this methodology and not just keep it a boutique, sort of my own thing, my own book, keynote speaking, whatever, and scale it. Uh, that we needed help to be able to do that and to build uh, at least a small company that had you know bandwidth to be able to do that. And so hiring a CEO, finding somebody who could manage the operational side of this, because I'm not the best player for that play, and uh, recognizing that, but not taking enough time to do due, due diligence to find out what was the really right person to do that. And that was a very, very um, uncomfortable and expensive mistake. So let's really analyze some of the lessons you learned. I mean, obviously hindsight's twenty twenty. So let's kind of go back through the process and just kind of maybe have you share a couple things specifically that you did wrong in that hiring process. And, you know, really keeping in mind that we have our listeners, Fire Nation, who are entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, you know, sidepreneurs. They're looking to build their team and add people both above and below them, potentially on the totem pole. So what could you really share specifically here? Don't let somebody else's time frame drive yours. And how did that happen specifically? Uh, you know, I was, you know, needed to figure out if I was going to hire somebody at a very senior level. And uh, they got another offer. So they said, you have ah. to, so you have to decide by tomorrow. And I wasn't really ready yet, but I didn't want to lose them. And I didn't trust my own ability to be able to say, well, I can find somebody else that might be able to fill that role. So I, I, I made a rash judgment. 
What was your intuition telling you at the time? <laughs> I was so confused at the time and so distracted. I was trying to write my third book. Right. I was trying to, you know, get out of from out of all this. This guy, you know, had shown up and 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 you know had credentials that could do what we could do, and um, it, it was simply a, um, you know, I I wouldn't have if if it had been up to me, I'd have said, let me sleep on this for another two or three four weeks to think about this thing. And he said, I need the decision by Monday. Oh, <laughs> so, so otherwise I lost him. Right. So it, you know, I, I, you, you can't ever really say these are mistakes. You know, I learned a ton, frankly. So, you know, your biggest mistakes, frankly, are your biggest learning process. Totally. And that's why I dial in on these for every single interview with entrepreneur on fire. I mean, you know, we've had 938 now previous to you, of these learning experiences from successful entrepreneurs' failures. And I mean, how you know, awesome is that, that our listeners can really get the understanding that this is part of the journey, this is part of the learning process. And I mean, I know that I'm learning a lot here already. And for me, it seems like your intuition was telling you, David, take a step back, take a deep breath, let's analyze the situation. And so often, so often, Fire Nation, our intuition is there for us to guide us. It's, it's going to be right more times than not. And really tuning into that and listening to that is an important, really an important skill that an entrepreneur needs to develop. And David, on the flip side, to create getting things done, you had a ton of aha moments building up to that. I mean, that book is chock full of them alone. But what I'm really looking for now is a story. We as listeners resonate with stories. So take us to an aha moment, a single aha moment that you had, that light bulb that went on at some point. And tell us that specific story. Boy, John, you know, there are three or four that, that, would, that would rise up to that level uh, where the cream to the top in terms of, of, of uh, those major things. I think one was, you know, I bought out a couple of partners, decided that uh, I was essentially the, that I had frankly built the key driver of what this you know, was that I was that that I had a hold of, and so really needed to step up and and manage this instead of be an equal partner to other people, other folks. So to make that step was a was, was a big change to begin with, and then you know brought together a whole bunch of friends that were you know pretty sophisticated people I trusted that were in the business world, and had them had a whole day. I said, okay, let me put myself on the on the cross here. You guys just nail me. You know, <laughs> what, what, what's wrong? What have I done? What, what am I missing? What should I be doing? What, you know, what's up? So, so bringing together a group of folks and they said, David, write a, write a great sell, you know, great best-selling business book. And I went, ah, oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> That's not what I do. You know, uh, okay. So that was a big aha moment where they said, look, you've got, you've done this for 25 years now. You've, this is bulletproof. You must get this in print and out there to the world in a much larger scale. And so being willing to swallow hard and say, okay, and take that from my someday maybe list and put it on a, a real active project called, okay, publish book, you know, about this methodology. And that was, that was, that was a, a pretty big, you know, a, a pretty big aha moment. And I don't know that it was an aha. It was more of a swallow hard and, and, and be willing to accept that I was ready to do that and that it was bulletproof enough 
that I was willing to put my life's work out there, you know, in print to the world. We all so, seem to have these someday maybe things that are out there. And what I really want you to do, Fire Nation, I mean, hearing David and what he, you know, has accomplished since taking that someday maybe and putting it as a priority, as a focus is absolutely incredible. And I love David how <clears throat> and I love David how you use the terminology. You know, they put you to a cross and they just nailed you to it because there is nothing more important. There's nothing more critical than having peers that you know, like, and trust and respect tell you what you're doing wrong. And, you know, another word for that is a mastermind. And that's why being part of a consistent mastermind, mine meets every every week for an hour. It's just three of us. So we can all be on the hot seat consistently. And being part of that mastermind where you are being nailed to the cross consistently and your business is being analyzed and being held accountable for, there's nothing more important Fire Nation. You have to make that happen. I mean, that's the aha moment that I got out of what David went through to get getting things done, done. And David, I'm not going to let you go quite yet. We are about to enter the lightning rounds. But before we get there, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. When I launched the Entrepreneur on Fire website back in July of 2012, I didn't know a whole lot about websites, hosting, design, how to actually rank in search results. I spent a lot of time researching different options, a lot of time. And I remember thinking, why isn't there a one-stop shop hosting platform where I can get hosting, design, and marketing services all in one place? Good news. This is the place I was imagining. It actually exists. HostGator offers a one-stop shop platform where you can get everything from 20 24-7 live support to one-click WordPress installs, an easy-to-use website builder or a design professional who you can hire to do the work for you, plus marketing services to help with SEO and PPC. Yes, all in one place. Visit HostGator.com slash Fire30 for a 30% discount today. That's HostGator.com slash Fire and the number 30. Ready to start your own business today? Whether you want to incorporate or form an LLC, register your trademark to protect your products and services, or even apply for a patent to secure your invention, LegalZoom.com is here to help. Over the past decade, LegalZoom has helped more than a million people just like you turn their ideas into reality. And the great news, this month, for a limited time, you can get special savings on any trademark, copyright, or provisional patent application. Go to LegalZoom.com today to get started. They can even help if you have a great idea, but you're not sure where to begin. Since they're not a law firm, you can get great advice from LegalZoom's network of independent attorneys in most states. That means you can get the guidance you need to get your great idea off the ground. Don't forget to enter FIRE in the referral box to check out this month for your special discount. LegalZoom.com, promo code FIRE. Legal help is here. David. Welcome to the lightning rounds, where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Sure. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Um, my willingness to accept that I was the, the source of something unique. What is the best advice you've ever received? Relax, let go, and trust your inner wisdom. What's a personal habit that you do have, David, that you believe contributes to your success? I empty my in baskets and my head daily. Can you kind of share a technique you use to do that successfully? You take everything that has your attention, you pick it up, you decide, excuse me, what is this? What does it mean to me? <laughs> you know, what am I going to do about it, if anything? 
decide the next action and any project it represents, park those in appropriate places. So you have a trusted system that keeps track of all of your agreements with yourself so you can review it regularly and take a nap or have a beer in freedom. I love that you use the words, you decide. It's a decision, Fire Nation. You make the decision to discard those meaningless thoughts. And, you know, there's a great quote by Peter Drucker I heard just the other day. I'm going to butcher it a little bit, but basically doing something efficiently is not better than doing that thing that shouldn't be done at all. So if it shouldn't be done at all, just doing it efficiently doesn't make it good. Like you need to make sure in the first place that should be something you should be focusing on. Yeah, but uh, l- l- let me push back sure. on you a little bit. Doing anything efficiently, you know, killing people, cooking dinner, whatever, is going to teach you something about who you are and how you manage this world effectively. Because, you know, efficiency has gotten a bad rap. But quite frankly, efficiency is really the whole game. Called What are you about? And how are you managing that with the least amount of effort? So anybody who can manage the efficiency factor itself, even if you're doing bad things or the not appropriate things or the not most strategic things, you're still, there's still, uh, there's still something you, that you're learning there that you can apply. It doesn't take, it doesn't take any time to change your focus. It takes, a, it takes quite a bit of time to learn to, eff- to efficiently execute. I'll take that pushback, David Allen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And let me just get that quote right because I did butcher it. But the quote is by Peter Drucker. It's, there's nothing quite so useless as doing with great efficiency something that should not be done at all. So it kind of is a tongue twister. I obviously butchered it the first time. but um, And I love the pushback that you gave, David Allen. So Fire Nation, absorb both of those and uh, see what strikes your fancy. And David, do you have an internet resource, like an Evernote, something along those lines that you can share with our listeners? Uh, Well, I love Evernote. It's a great database for me. That's what everybody loves, which is why I say like Evernote, so not everybody says it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's great. It's it's fabulous because it digitalizes all that stuff and you can make checklists, you can put all kinds of things in there. It's a little awesome because it's so simple, so you have to figure out your own algorithms about how to organize it. Uh, But if you're willing to step into it and play with it, give yourself permission to take three to six months to get comfortable with how you've organized it, um, you know, so that it so that it works for you. Uh, but but you know, a lot of people step into it and go, "Oh my God, this is so huge!" And I try to try to create my stacks and my organizing and whatever, and and it's not quite what I want. And so then you stop using it. Uh, give yourself permission and time to play with it. Yeah, and there's a great resource out there called Evernote Essentials. I actually had the creator of Evernote Essentials on the show a few hundred episodes back. Great guy and a great resource to really let you ease into that. And so, David, we're going to let you take Evernote. So there you go. And if you could recommend one book for our listeners to join Getting Things Done on our show notes page, what would it be and why? Well, aside from my new revised version of Getting Things Done, of course, which I, you know, I, I can't not promote. Of course. Um, the, the, the last book that has totally stoked me, and I think everybody in this, everybody listening to this needs to read, is a book called Brain Chains. Two words, brain chains. Chains meaning chains like chains around you that limit you. Got it. Uh, by uh, a guy named Theo, T-H-E-O. Compornoli, C-O-M-P-O-R, 
N-O-L-L-E. And it's really about if you think multitasking works for you, you're, you know, you're screwed. <laughs> and a lot of aggregation of the last 20 years of research in the brain science about how um, challenging, how uh, dangerous the new always on 24-7 yeah. digital world is for everybody. Not that you should get rid of it, but be very, very aware of the danger of of how addictive it is and what it's then limiting you from being able to do when you get addicted to it. And then and you know, read it at your peril because he will he will convince you, <laughs> you know, if you're really willing to be open to it, that even um freehand uh audio in your car on the phone is as dangerous statistically as texting. Wow. So be careful, but this is very, very absolutely critical information for people to get. It's a manual for your brain about how it works, how it doesn't work. So that's, it's called brain chains. Everybody get it. You know, if you're in this world at all and it will give you some really, really good tips. I learned, I learned some really cool stuff reading that. And, uh, uh, I actually uh, spent a day with him in Brussels oh, wow. uh, a, a couple of weeks ago. The the author, he he and I may actually do a collaborative uh, workshop together so in, cool. in the fall in Amsterdam. Yeah, very very interesting guy. I mean, th- this is a, a he was a child psychiatrist to begin with, and then got into. I mean, he's got more credentials than you and I could even <laughs> spell. Well, I have zero. Um, so <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, listen, I really want people to realize that this could be a current peril, but a future saving grace. So I'm glad you shared that, David. And my question to you, mm-hmm. kind of on this on this note, is have you turned the most recent updated and revised version of Getting Things Done into an audiobook? Uh, I haven't recorded it yet. I actually don't know what they're doing about that yet. <laughs> Sorry, John. I'm I'm I'm, I'm hey. kind of a dummy here. So I, no I don't know. I think it's I think it's out in uh, Kindle and et cetera in terms of just the digital versions, but not audio yet. Well, I'll tell you, my audience just got a little disappointed. Um, but you know, this isn't going to be uh, going live for about a month and a half from when we're talking. So things might change by then. Fire Nation, check in because uh, I know David understands the power of the audio book for sure, and. Yep. Fire Nation, I've teamed up with Audible because I know that you love audiobooks. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. And David, this next question's the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge that you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I would survey that world. I would do what's got my attention now. And I would start to do basically a a capture function. Look, what's got my attention right now? What, what, what? What did I notice? What's potentially meaningful? What do I need to do? So the first thing I'm going to do is to, before I make any decisions, I'm going to gather anything that is pinging on my consciousness. And that's the capture step. It's the first step of how do you get control of anything if you're feeling somewhat out of control because you're throwing me into a situation that's somewhat out of control. How do I get it under control? Well, it's the five steps that we've uncovered. You capture 
what's got my attention now? Second thing, I'm going to decide, okay, what do I need to do about that? Is there a next action about that? Is there some project and outcome I need to clarify about that? And then I'm going to organize those in some appropriate place and then step back and review and reflect and then start to engage and move forward and then keep that process going. So the first thing I'm going to do is make sure I've got some place to capture stuff, an in basket and a, you know, and a pen and a, and paper. And, you know, then basically that's how, you know, that's all I need. Yeah. I love it. Capture that that's around you and take your next action from that, organize it, review and reflect, and then engage and move forward. And David, let's end today how we started, my friends on fire with you sharing one parting piece of guidance the best way that we can connect with you and then we'll say goodbye your head is for having ideas not for holding them check out website gettingthingsdone.com and uh, you know have a great rest of your life oh so kind and fire nation let's be honest You're the average of the five people that you spend the most time with, and you have been hanging out with David, Mr. GTD himself, and JLD today, so keep up the heat, and head over to eofire.com. Just type David in the search bar. His show notes page will pop right up with links to his new book, to his book recommendation, to his website, to everything, or just go straight to gettingthingsdone.com. Don't forget to snag the new updated and revised version of getting things done. I'm not going to say it's a quick read because it's not, but it may be the most most worthwhile read of 2015 and beyond for you. And David, I want to thank you personally for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, my friend, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, John. A big part of success is looking professional. Luckily, our friends at 99designs are experts in the field. Put your best foot forward with their new offering, a professionally designed logo and a ready-to-use mobile-friendly website that you can edit quickly and easily. Start your next design project at 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 upgrade free. Thank you so much for joining me today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head over to eofire.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. Is it time to create an amazing webinar you love? Well, you can in just 10 days with our free course at thewebinarcourse.com. Ignite. Ignite.